0: the 43rd episode of the nl feast podcast your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball my name is sam clark and with me as always the nord of my easter brandon gross oh yeah man you're
1: in the snow and i'm in sunny southern california i played softball <laughs> yesterday out in the sun and then i went to a beer after to get a beer after you went to a, no, beer. Oh, I went to a ex- beer yeah that's exciting <laughs> yeah they have a new thing here called a beer and you go
0: Whoa. to. Them. okay that's uh awesome. yeah rub it in buddy rub it in this weekend was a pretty uh a pretty brutal one from a from a weather perspective for us here in the northeast
1: Did you, do you leave your, your home then? What do you do? I was actually in one of these, by the way, in New York years ago. Oh, no way. Really?
0: So this this ain't your first rodeo. Yeah. So it kind of coincided really, unfortunately with a good friend of the show, Spazzy, you know, Spazzy, he was in New York city this weekend. Um, And I was going to go out and meet him, hang out with him. But like the trains are all messed up and like him and his, uh, him and his partner were very understandably slammed. So like the times that we could try to get, it just didn't work. But, he did let me know that he'll be in town for the Mets Marlin series this summer. And I told him that you might be in town for that. So uh, oh. we might have to have a, a group hang potentially.
1: Oh my God. So what does Spazzy look like? <laughs> I know what, what Spazzy
0: looks like. I know what Spazzy looks like. And really? I know his real yeah. name. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if he wants that information, uh, to our, our listeners. No, I'm not leaking it. Um, but yeah, so I, that was disappointing. Didn't get to hang out with him. Um, it's the end of my, co- uh, sober January. I think I, did I tell you about this? I think oh, I touched yes, on the, the last uh, podcast. Got what's that, What's thinking.
1: the phrase? There's a word. For Dry it. January. Dry January. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, and I'm not like, you know, bursting at the seams here, but, uh, we have a steakhouse reservation on Friday. Me and some friends are going to uh, Keens. Have you heard of Keens?
1: I haven't. I think you mentioned this last week, or maybe on on the lost episode. The lost episode.
0: Ago.
1: You mentioned this. I only know Peter Lugers.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. The, we have talked about this. Um. So I think that's probably where I'll have my first adult beverage of twenty twenty two. What's
1: it going to be? Wine? Maybe a nice. I think beer? I'm
0: going to a steakhouse. so I feel like either a wine or an old fashioned. I like an old fashioned. So I was thinking about those two classy ass beverages.
1: Do you think that your your lack of alcohol consumption for January is going to carry over into February? You think it's going to
0: already? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I'm like, not that I was like drinking heavily by any stretch yeah. of the imagination, but like I I know I've talked to you about this probably off air. But um, New York is such like a, a so many social activities are like based around meeting at a bar, or like going out for, you know, like going to. It's just a lot. A lot of that. Cause, I mean, I'm assuming because it's part of the culture is public transportation, which, you know, makes it for a more safe environment to drink um but yeah i don't know man i thought i would like miss it in some facets in some aspects there were moments that i missed it but for the most part i was like this is just fine <laughs> i lost like 12 pounds so what? that was really i know Amazing. i lost a ton away Congrats. very quickly um and uh yeah so i was just kind of kind of a long ride yeah i i really thought that it would be more of a hindrance to my social activities it really wasn't i went to a few bars and just had diet cokes or soda water or something um uh but yeah it was it's been super easy yeah i do think that it'll kind of change the way because i always i always wanted like if i'd go out for drinks with friends i'd be like it would be lame if i were to not drink or like go watch football you know there'd be like moments where it felt like lame to intentionally exclude it um but yeah now i'm just like oh it's fine and nobody cares and (laughs) i i feel better like healthier so I, i think that yeah i think moving forward it'll definitely kind of change the yeah
1: I mean, even if you have like two drinks at dinner, like the next morning, you're going to feel a little more sluggish. If you're not yeah. over or something, you're going to feel a little more sluggish. And uh, I'm proud of you. That's very Thank important.
0: you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it definitely there. I mean, I'm still tired in the morning, which is a bummer. (laughs) I I was like uh, I was attributing it maybe like a Saturday morning more difficult to wake up. And I think I'm just a bad sleeper potentially that's on the table. Um, And I also I had when I was like doing research on this when I was like, I I don't I think I'm going to I think I'm going to try this. Uh, I was like looking up, and they're like alcohol. Like next day post alcohol consumption can make you more anxious. And I was like, great, my general anxiety is going to dissipate, and it did not, Brandon. I've still remained <laughs> equally as anxious. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, it's it's been fun, and Miranda's been doing it with me. We also just wanted to like be healthier this year. The last last year as a whole was just like you know, eat, I live right by McDonald's famously, so I tried not to eat any fast food this this month either. You know, just just trying to make lifestyle changes. I if I if I intend to and i do intend to live in new york city for a longer period of time um i want to make sure that like this lifestyle that i became accustomed to is not um locked in for my the remainder of my adult life so this is sure. kind of a little bit of a, a, a run of that and yeah it was so easy so great still love the city you so can, no complaints you gotta
1: me. learn how to manage it in the city of sin <laughs> and, then when, and then when you and Miranda move out to the white picket fence of Long Island, oh, you're okay. going to, <laughs> to the big box stores on the weekend and eating at Applebee's. You know, you'll know how to manage that.
0: Yeah, no dollar Long Islands at the Applebee's, unfortunately. <laughs> Have I ever told you I did that? One of the Chris Rowland and I on a, one weekend uh, were feeling like uh, monsters. And, and I don't know if you know this. Applebee's does those like dollar cocktail specials once a month or something. I did not know this. No. Yeah, they did like a dollar cocktail special and they did uh, dollar Long Island iced teas, which are like famous for the amount of alcohol in them. And I was like, there's no way. We, we each had three and I just felt sick to my stomach <laughs> off sugar. And I didn't feel any sort of like. Intended result from drinking alcohol uh, and I had the literally the worst cheeseburger I may have ever had in my entire life. This thing was ne- like a. An, I am a man that will always bring my leftovers home and I will always eat other people's leftovers. I'm a big fan uh-huh. of leftovers and I had no I just completely discarded it. I did not have any desire to bring it home with me, which is like a ringing not endorsement, whatever the opposite of that is for for Applebee's burgers.
1: A scathing review of Applebee's There we burgers.
0: go. Scat- Listen, yeah. I went on Yelp, and I and I left a nasty review. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think you're that guy. That's when you nasty. move to the white ticket fence in Long Island. Yes.
0: When you- yeah, when I leave my Costco and I've had my, uh, yes. my dollar hot dog. Yeah.
1: See, I remember one time I went with my folks to, I think it was an Applebee's when I was pretty young. And there was a an older couple behind us. And I remember the, the man was like, oh, he was like looking at all the knickknacks on the wall. And he was like, <laughs> this place is pretty neat. And yeah, like, I kind of like it. Either. Like he wasn't doing a bit. He was like, this place is neat. I've never heard of
0: Applebee's <laughs> before.
1: <laughs> wow, look at that. They got a, a, a fish hanging on the wall. and uh, Let's
0: go. Yeah, they also, that Apple, Applebee's as a whole has been ruined even more by two things, especially recently. That awful walker hayes song fancy like uh, applebee's are you i familiar didn't know what
1: that was until you mentioned it on a podcast like two months ago
0: it's so it's maybe my least favorite song of like the last five years uh google walker hayes Applebee's. No, i, I know like. it you said yeah. it and,
1: and I'm not, it's one of those songs that i've not actively tried to listen to but, I know <laughs> but it, exactly you know? it
0: just like yeah it drills itself into into your brain um yeah, that song's awful. And then I don't know if you, I've been watching a lot of football recently. Obviously, well, not recently watching. I just do watch a lot of football, but because it's the national broadcast, you get like these national, broad scale uh, commercial campaigns. And Applebee's is running this campaign right now where they stole the Cheers song. So it's like do 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 and then it's people walking into an Applebee's.
1: <laughs> God damn you, Applebee's! Also, they're, they're cursed. The, probably the worst. I think Applebee's probably the worst of the. Uh, Chili's, yes, that uh, tier of I guess, restaurant. I guess TGI Fridays, although I don't even know if they're around anymore. TGI Fridays, Fri, uh, uh,
0: Friendlies. You ever had Friendlies? Friendlies,
1: I, I've had the ice cream at Friendlies before. Um, I feel like that's also on its way out, but the ones that uh, I guess are, are surviving are Applebee's, Chili's, maybe just those
0: two. Benigan's, I think what about ben- Outback? I know you, you, you knew some people that worked at Outback in Los Angeles,
1: yeah, of course. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Outback is is weird because it like sort of transitioned back into uh, transitioned back into being like a, a Chili's or like a yeah yeah an athlete. like it was sort of like oh it's its own thing, but now it's mm-hmm. like mm, we're doing just fried chicken sandwiches. We're now, the so. same.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna go get go a porterhouse at a at Outback Steakhouse, unfortunately. The Blooming Onion is the big uh is the big Outback staple though. That's what you're right. Looking it's for.
1: like something you you uh, will have five bites of it and go, this is the greatest appetizer of all time. Yes. And then, <laughs> War and pain.
0: It's like, uh, yeah, it's a caloric bomb. It's like five thousand calories for one fried onion. But it's insane.
1: Do you think if you did the Atkins diet, do you think <laughs> that you would be able to eat it?
0: Is Atkins no carbs? Is is because if so, then there's no way because fried foods would then be eliminated. Is Atkins,
1: Atkins like a keto before keto was keto?
0: I don't know. I I actually think it is, but I don't know enough. the The diet that I was the most familiar with growing up was South Beach diet. Do you remember South Beach?
1: Yes, I do remember South Beach, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah, that was like a big thing that one of my parents did. Uh, Wow, because I googled uh, Atkins diet, I put in South and it said South Beach diet versus Atkins. South Beach diet is complex carbs, lean protein and healthy fats and Atkins diet is just uh, low carb. So I think Atkins. So you're looking for Yeah, or the what's the caveman eat like a caveman one. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I
1: don't know that one.
0: Where you can only eat foods that were available to cavemen. Oh, paleo. Paleo, yes. Yeah, paleo, yes. Paleo diet. You can know, only um, eat saber toothed tigers. You can only eat, yeah. Woolly mammoths are the only thing on yeah, the yeah. menu at a paleo <laughs> restaurant. But it's like also paleo stuff leads to the grossest uh, recipe things or like like there was like a a, a TikTok that I used to a TikTok account I used to follow. That was just making fun of these and it would be a dude that was like, You could put cream cheese as the buns of your sandwiches if you want. Just like maniac shit. Paleo people are off the wall.
1: Paleo pe- people are obviously uh absolute monsters. Do you think when the uh the Geico they did the Geico commercial with the cavemen, do you think that at craft services they had to have paleo for those guys?
0: <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah, when uh what's his name? Fuck, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Uh uh John Mullaney friend, Nick, uh, uh Nick Kroll? Nick Kroll. Yeah. He was one of the cavemen in the, in the sitcom that was uh, really? made. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Remember that they made a caveman sitcom based on the Geico cavemen characters. Oh, I
1: kind of do
0: actually. Yeah. Nick Kroll was one of the leads. <laughs> he was one of the cavemen. Really? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Oh, I
1: didn't know that. That's news to me. Our billionaire I, King. It's sort of like, uh, yeah, <laughs> our, uh, our, 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 uh, monster billionaire King. I remember when, uh, Hunter Biden was on, uh, uh, WTF, uh, for some reason, Kroll Industries came up. Okay, because Nick Kroll's dad. What we're, what we're referring to is yes, that Nick sorry. Kroll's dad. I think Jules Kroll's name is runs this like monster security firm. I think that's what it is. Yes, right? yeah, security like firm. like
0: yeah, like valued at billions of dollars, like just the most obscene amount of wealth possible.
1: And Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, is on Mark Maron, and uh, that Kroll Industries gets brought up for something that Hunter Biden dealt with, and then Mark Maron goes, "Oh, you know." His son is a very famous comedian, Nick Kroll, and Hunter Biden goes, Oh, well, he's doing pretty well, then. If Hunter <laughs> Biden says that, what?
0: Yeah, you're doing so well. I like the idea that you weren't listening to a WTF with Mark Marin. You're just trolling every Hunter Biden interview <laughs> that you can <laughs> possibly find. I don't even
1: know who Mark <laughs> Marin is. I'm just listening to. <laughs>
0: they were just in a garage. He talked about cats for 15 minutes at the top. It was very weird. Um, Brandon.
1: is not a monster. It's not him. It's a- no, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, he, he is just, just a, a very big monster. Uh, Monster. He's a lucky man that was born
0: into a golden opportunity where yes. uh, he they had can. the ability no to fail man. and had no consequences for it. Yes. Funny, man. I forgot you don't want to burn bridges in the comedy world. because Listen, <laughs> me man. over here working I in, never know. I was in the NL feast. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, one of my roommates had a friend over and I like it was like, oh, I got to go record this podcast soon. And as a joke, he's like, you know, you could have me on the podcast. And I was like, this is not a podcast that anybody wants to be on. It is the most niche baseball podcast you can ever imagine. I don't think that you would have a you would be lost in the sauce, my friend.
1: Yeah, it's like we're not one of those comedy podcasts where we're improvising scenes. All right. Maybe we no. do it a little bit.
0: Have it's you like... ever done one of those before?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. An improv. 100%. pod.
0: I did one improv pod once. Uh, with some old UCB friends that I made at 301. Uh, and it was fun. I, I, I think I'm bad at improv now. I think I've like one of those muscles that you have to flex enough that you're, so that you're still good at it. And I think my, that muscle has uh, has deteriorated quite a bit. Brandon, there's one more thing I want to touch on before we get into this week's movie review of Rookie of the Year. Um, I don't know if you saw this today, but the cover athlete for the next the newest uh, edition of MLB The Show came out today. Did you, did I did see up? that. Yeah. Mr. Otani, right? Mr. Shohei Otani, the man himself. That's pretty Very cool, good. huh?
1: I love that. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about though is it they're able to do that right now? I guess it's not related to major league baseball. It is, but you know what I'm but saying? I, like yeah, how are they able yeah, to yeah do that's a good
0: they're using the there. players' likeness. There must be like a multi-year contract that extends even when the the, the MLB and the players association aren't aren't on the same page. Cause like they're debuting it. Like they showed a bunch of Shohei Otani um like I don't know, promotional material. Uh, they debuted it in Times Square. I should have gone, Brandon. You know me. I love MLB the, show. Love I to, I I should, the show. I should have gone. I love so. Times Square. They have the best Applebee's brand in Times Square. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's exciting. And then they're they're also re- uh, releasing it for the Nintendo Switch this year for the first time. It used to be an exclusively a PlayStation game, and then last year they brought it on for Xbox, and then this year they're bringing Nintendo in. So the the trifecta.
1: Very nice. Are you so you're gonna get it for PlayStation?
0: I'm gonna get it for PlayStation. I'm gonna request off work the day it's the day after it's released. I'll I, I the last two years I've stayed up until midnight and then pull up a Twitch stream of one of my favorite MLB the Show players, watch what they're doing, and then just start grinding the stuff, dude. It's I get grinding
1: as, the stuff, man.
0: Grinding the stuff. You should. I don't know if you would ever do it. Do you have a console right now? You don't even have a console, right? No,
1: I do not. I, I have a, a mutual friend of ours does have one, and he was discussing.
0: Is it uh, start with an O? Yes. Yes. And he was, yeah. dis-
1: and he was discussing getting. Being interested in it because he plays on the softball team and I think he's been more interested in baseball. I watched a couple games with him last year. Oh, so cool! No way, if he hops on it, maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll scoot my butt over to his place and uh, and we can, give it a
0: run, give it a run. Yeah, hop on the ones and twos, you know, it's, it, talk. it is weird though because like I've played uh, two players on one screen uh, with my brother once we played when we were on vacation and you just see what the pitcher's gonna throw because the pitcher has to see where they're gonna uh, locate the pitch yeah. and then the yeah, so. Maybe we'll get we'll get uh, our O friend into uh, a couple of the modes that I suggest, and maybe he'll be able to give you those uh, a little bit of a spin on those. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Do it. All right, Brandon. Well, we're going to get into our movie review this year, this year, rookie of the year this week. We're going to get into it. But, Brandon, before we do, today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. That's like Borat. (laughs) Borat was reading our copy. Uh, Find the the intersection of sports and sports. Not Uh, (laughs) they're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social, go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in S P R T S D R N K spelled like sports drink without the vowels all we ask is that you close the door behind you or trying to not let the funk out now brandon on my this week my life on this week's episode of nl feast we are talking about the 1993 movie rookie of the year now brandon we were talking a little bit about this uh this movie before we got on air um on air like what what am i talking about on air we're live on air brandon but yes we're on this week's episode we're talking about the 1993 movie rookie of the year and brandon like i was saying earlier we talked about this a little bit before we started recording but this was one of my favorite childhood baseball movies this is this and angels in the outfield are probably my two most watched uh uh childhood baseball movies um and no spoilers was a little disappointed by this (laughs) this week's movie if i'm being completely honest
1: yeah so i I like this one. I watched it when I was a kid. It was one of my favorites, I don't think. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of sucked ass. I'm going to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, I was really surprised because I, um, I like the thing that I remember the most is that the kid is charismatic. Like I remember being like, this kid is cool. I want to be like him when I was growing up. Um, and cause I was, I was probably around his age when I saw this movie, even though it was re- released like a year after I was born, yeah. obviously not watching yeah. fresh out the womb, baby. <laughs> Um, but, as soon as you come out of your mom, they're like, get him the TV. Get him a TV. He needs to become a Cubs fan. Um, but yeah, so this movie will give a little bit of background. Brandon it came out in 1993, directed by one of the stars of the movie. Um, where did it go? Oh my God. Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern. Now Daniel Stern, Brandon is uh, most famously known as Marv. One of the wet bandits. What are they called in the home alone? Is
1: it wet? Ba- I couldn't remember. I was thinking
0: that too. I didn't look at wet after. bandits.
1: I don't know. <laughs> the wet bad boy bandits.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the the not Joe Pesci bandit in Home Alone is probably the best way that you would know him from um, and has maybe the worst role in the movie. He plays what is essentially the comic relief of the movie, except it's pretty cringy. Every moment of him on screen. There was one moment in particular we'll get to that was very memorable to me as a child. But um, outside of that, yeah, man, some pretty yeah, he-
1: he was uh you know, I recently got back in the letterbox. know if you're, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm on letterbox as well. We should follow each other. We have
1: Brandon. to follow we each should other. Follow each other. Uh, we'll exchange our our information afterwards. But uh I did a review of this, and I said Daniel Stern is really trying to make this Mister Bean thing work. Like, yeah, he wanted, he wanted a spinoff of his character. He was the pitching coach of what was the uh, what was the character's name? It had like a weird name. Oh yeah, oh, what Brickma. was it? Brickma?
0: Brick. Yes, Brickma. <laughs> Oh, yes
1: God he wanted um, he I mean you know I appreciate the slapstick. I appreciate it. he's a very funny comedic actor, but uh this ain't it, pal.
0: No, this was not it. And it was like it wasn't like he didn't commit. Like there's there's definitely when we watch these old kids' movies, there's roles where the actor is mailing it in. And I don't think anybody in this movie, may except for maybe Gary Busey, is mailing it in. Um, but he's committing and he's going big and it's just not landing. But um Brandon, this movie was also written by Sam Harper. Did you look into his IMDB page? I did look all? into the
1: writer. Can you tell me about him? Yeah, so
0: he wrote uh Cheaper by the Dozen, the Steve Martin oh. Vehicle. Yeah. Um, and also wrote Just Married, that like Brittany Murphy actually ashton kutcher rom-com of like the early 2000s remember that Uh, like this kind of this was his first writing credit and then from here he went and did a bunch of stuff and it's kind of slowed down but like i think the last thing he wrote was like a shrek spin-off or a madagascar spin off or some some like animated made for tv movie, like mini series or something so he's still working but um yeah so though, brandon i don't know you want to just get into the movie is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh get the ball rolling
1: yeah i mean i think everyone probably knows the general premise i mean it's one that people who aren't even baseball fans are familiar with it's when yeah um a a kid henry rowan garter played by thomas a nicholas who's most known for this, and probably uh, American Pie. He's one, yes. of the, he's one of the dickheads in that movie. Yes, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so he sense. breaks his arm. He plays little league for the Pirates, which I was like, why the hell doesn't he play for the little league Cubs? What is up with that? I
0: saw that. I was like, what? What? There's just no need to make the Pirates be at all no having need. any sort of promotional material. Yeah, very. Other than the Barry Bonds cameo that we got.
1: Uh, no. No need at all. Like it's it was right there. You just got to play for the co- what?
0: Yeah, very wow. very strange. Why? Very also, very strange.
1: I, it was upsetting to me, and also a rival in NL East at the I time. Rival? That. I know. I was the like, what the are hell, they
0: What's going on here? Um, out of control. Um, out of control. But yeah,
1: so he slips on a ball in the outfield, breaks his arm, and then when he goes to the doctor, uh, once his arm heals up after six months in a cast, he like whacks the the doctor's
0: nose because yes his,
1: that tendon's so freaking tight man that
0: tendon's so tight the, the doctor has one of my favorite lines of the movie funky uh funky butt loving which i don't there's like a lot of moments in this movie where they're trying to say a swear word but obviously can't like, because of the restrictions right. of the of the movie rating system and so they funky butt loving was one of the weirder ones that that's what the doctor says when his hand just like robotically contracts and smacks him in the head
1: yeah, so I wonder because I think he's covering his mouth there. So I was wondering if they did a bunch of ADR where they recorded. Oh, the true. Afterward, yeah, just like, they uh, PG uh, curse words and they're like, "We're going funky butt loving." Yeah,
0: they're like, "Whatever you say for TBS movie <laughs> movies, yes. yeah, make sure you say that as well." Um, but yeah, so he then he can start learns to throw. Three-digit uh, mile-per-hour, 101 and 103, I think, are the two clock speeds. Right. Um, and then he goes on the Cubs as a closer, and then the movie intros from there. But, Brandon, the movie opens up in a great way, and honestly, one of the best ways, or one of the best parts of the entire movie is that they have John Candy as the announcer for the Chicago I Cubs.
2: that. It's amazing. I had no clue.
0: Yeah, and he was so funny. I mean, obviously John Candy, uh, a phenomenal actor and big R.I.P. for that one. Big Brandon.
1: R.I.P. for the big man. Yeah. I mean uh, he he's also uncredited in this.
0: I I was looking for it on 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 IMDb and could not find it, which I thought was really weird. Maybe he's like a Cubs fan or something. When, when I looked up the IMDb he's a it Chicago said, guy.
1: said uh, no he's Can- isn't he Canadian? Think he's Canadian? Yeah, but wasn't
0: didn't he like get his cut at Second City? Wasn't he like a big I Chicago fan? Like, I think he was Second City Toronto oh no way okay that's really interesting but,
1: um i'm sure he was in chicago too he probably did it there too but yeah i thought that was weird that he was uncredited and when i read it on imdb they did say something and they said because he was not supposed to be in the movie but there's no other clarification Like he showed up to work <laughs> and he was like i'm gonna do this
0: and i'm not gonna be credited for it <laughs> those royalty checks brandon he's his family's missing out on those big rookie of the year royalty checks every month
1: I actually saw his son do improv here one time and oh so no way like, that's john candy's son i was like it makes so much sense He's was he funny, funny. yeah he was? Funny. he was good yeah, yeah.
0: damn that's like Phil. did you see licorice pizza
1: i did i love that movie
0: yeah i i was a little disappointed but i think i go into every paul thomas anderson movie with too high of expectations so I, there,
1: there's a there's a rift here with with um I'm arguing with actually the aforementioned person we, we were talking about oh yeah on the pod uh we were talking about it because he's very anti that movie but that's not for this podcast. that's not we'll do a licorice but, pizza
0: review at a different date yeah when, um,
1: when we're on a, a, a month eight of uh, the lockout in baseball oh, god
0: we'll you that. read that athletic article i sent you right it's not did, looking yeah. especially optimistic but they're meeting tomorrow the day they're this meeting. podcast released meeting. they're meeting on tuesday so hopefully they'll uh they'll have something uh to offer but brandon so yeah so they start off john candy sets the scene the cubs are bad they're betting they're uh, betting on whether the opposing team's going to hit a lead off home run. There's all this stuff happening. Um, and uh, they just kind of set the stage with a bunch of, you know, like classic exposition at the top of bad movies where they're just like, hey, one character, say, set the, <laughs> set the expectations for what's going to happen here. Say as Delta Cubs are bad. Show the owner. Just like give us all the information about um, how uh, dwindling the attendance is. All these. Also, Brandon, you and I are texting about this. The tropes in these movies. They uh, every one of these kids baseball movies from the '90s hits the exact same beats. Oh, almost, it's at the almost exact the same, same mo-
1: movie of Little Big League, which we did a review of. I don't know about a month ago. Check that
0: <laughs>
2: one out. <laughs> yeah, check um, that out. Plug our then, show, Brandon. <laughs> yeah,
1: plug your own show. Almost the same thing, where the team's bad, they're gonna uh, lose the. Oh, I don't think we're gonna lose the team in Little Big League. That was Major League, but yes, the team's really bad. Um, and then the kid has two friends and a mom with an <laughs> absent father figure. Yes, yes, a
0: horny mom who wants to wants yes. to get with one of the players on the team. Absolutely. Yes. Um, one of the of age players on the team. But speaking of which, there is a comment in this movie that made my fucking skin crawl. I'm sure it's the same one. Milk, Milk, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But that was one of the more uncomfortable moments I've ever felt in these uh these awful movies. Um, anyway, so then we meet the, the star of the show, Henry. Now, Henry is the kid that uh that they set the stage again, just like in Little Big League. Can't play baseball for the life of him, but he loves the sport. His mom tells him. That his absent father was a baseball pitcher. They don't really address whether or she insinuates that he's passed away or that they're no longer together or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, so they they start with him. Now there's a moment that where they're just like, let's show let's show the audience how bad he is at baseball. And his mom throws a like a something for him to catch, sunscreen. and he yeah sunscreen, and he it goes way over his head. But then they blame him for missing the catch. It's like eight feet behind him it lands in the street in the crosswalk and they're like oh henry you suck at baseball and i'm like this kid didn't even get a catchable sunscreen she what do we blame?
1: murdered her son <laughs> through he the street
0: yeah he chases the sunscreen and gets hit by a car that was definitely on the table um but that's yeah so dad too.
2: that's
0: a, the sunscreen incident of like 1988 really took, <laughs> took out his dad um but so then they're 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 showing the classic. He sucks at baseball. There's a kid having an allergic reaction to something in the outfield. Uh, for the team that Henry's played, he's called off the bench. Henry goes to to snag a, a fly ball, trips over his own feet, then his hat falls over his head. He can't find the ball, and then he finally finds the ball. And I guess based on audio cues, because they're they're saying that he's unable to see the game because the hat's covering his eyes and he didn't have the wherewithal to to pull his hat up, throws the ball over the outfield fence in an attempt to throw it to the cutoff man. Uh, and everybody's like, oh, Henry, this kid sucks at baseball.
1: Henry, well, Henry's playing in
0: full jeans for some reason. So. <laughs> Henry wore, I'm pretty sure, the same pair of jeans the entire movie. He I And mean. again, this is another movie where it's like, oh, and all of the children dress like all of our adult friends do now. <laughs>
1: Yes. Uh, Just, a big striped shirt with a pocket, yes. baggy jeans, light uh, like
0: yeah, light like acid wash jeans.
1: And they have a tattoo of like a a goblin on their. On yeah, their they have a arms. stick and poke
0: like finger a, tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so that gets established. Um okay, so so Henry fucks the throw up and throws it over the fence. Also they uh the coach in this scene is very mean. The coach like when he Brutal, pulls this easy kid.
2: Were
0: more meaner than the yeah, meaner than the manager in Little Big League um but was it the manager in little big league that was an asshole or was that who was the yeah yeah the they fired the manager and then he gets replaced by the kid yes yeah. yeah. um <laughs> we've had two of these movies that are already bleeding together um so yeah the, the, he calls the kid an outfield a moron he's screaming at henry the whole time um i wrote all the adults have been assholes to the kids so far um and then henry goes he meets his mom there's a scene in this that, that comes after this where henry has to do the laundry and he throws they like the there was like a brick of detergent into the laundry laundry machine and that was the i have this distinct memory of realizing as a child that you could replicate crowd noises by going "Ah." And I think I learned it from this movie. I think that's the first example of it for me.
1: You're obsessed. You're, you're most obsessed with the crowd noises. In, I like, love I love these crowds. crowds.
0: <laughs> and this was just me as a child replicating. I once had a, a coach when I was on a, a bit of a cold streak when I was hitting tell me to when I'm falling asleep imagining success, imagining success at the plate. Uh, And I would do that noise or like imagine that noise in my head as I was like crush, crushing them. I don't know if it worked. I don't think it did because I, I didn't make it very far. But uh, yeah, I just remember we're having a visualization
1: imagine you hit a home run (laughs) and it's a game winning one and then i lift you on your shoulder
0: on my shoulders and you get a trophy you you carry me off that was the coach that i won my only little league world series in so that was exciting very we, out to what was his name? He owned a pool company. I don't remember his name. They always um, own pool companies. They do. They do. Um. So then, he, yeah. So he comes out of the laundry machine. or He doesn't come out of the machine. He comes out of the laundry room. Um, and his mom says that she's going on a date with her shitty boyfriend. And he says, what's the occasion? And he says, it's our three-week anniversary, Brandon. Brandon what are they, in middle school? I was just was about that? to say, we're celebrating one-week anniversaries, three-week so, anniversaries. The,
1: the boyfriend, I had the most problem with in this movie. And I know yeah. we're going to get to it, but he all of a sudden becomes like a Scorsese New York mob guy sort of. Yeah. Really,
0: really turns heel very fast in the middle of this movie. Um, Also, did you, did you watch the Sopranos? Have we talked about this? Do you recognize him from the one episode of Sopranos he's in?
1: He did look familiar to me, but I didn't know what episode. episode.
0: He's Bruce Altman. I'm pretty sure his name is. He's just like a character actor. That's in a thousand things Um, still working like last year. Uh, But he remember the, when Tony buys the second vacation home, uh, to try to appease his wife. And there he lives next door to a lawyer and then, or the thing falls out and he gets really mad at the lawyer. So they set up a, a boat outside of his house and blast music really loudly. Does that sound, it's like a oh, one episode. Well, yes, art. yes. I do remember. Yes. He's it. it. like like the lawyer a good episode though, right? No, it's like, it's weird. I think it's in the fourth season or fifth season. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's, he's the lawyer. That's like, and I know you're from the mob, but don't fuck with me because I, I got all these connections or whatever. And so they like play like loud, like lounge music outside of his, his, uh, his uh house so that's where that's the sopranos plug
1: yeah i looked bruce up and he went to yale drama school couldn't tell by his acting this was also
0: i think his first credited on-screen role okay well i'll throw him so you know yeah maybe he had a little he's shaking off some of the nerves after all the yale student films that he was in (laughs) um but yeah so we find out that she's got a dad or like she's got a dad she's got a boyfriend that he doesn't like um and, ok, so this is what we, so he plays a boyfriend. So then we cut to a scene at the school where they're sitting at a lunch table, and uh, Henry's crush is sitting at another lunch table. And the conversation gets uncomfortably horny for how old these children are and the children Probably that they're the only that
1: about. does not age well in some regard, yes, absolutely. and 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 also it, the other it's with his two fr- friends who are perfectly lovely for most of the movie. Yes, there's a, there's a chunkier boy, which I don't remember his name. I don't it's remember either of the kids names. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're both then, pretty
0: good kid actors. A,
1: a small little like bowl cut kid, and then <laughs> yeah. a random fourth one that's just like there a little bit,
0: but we don't in talk and out. Yeah, much, yeah, 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 Um, But yeah, so they look at they look at the crush, and she's drinking milk. And I think the exact quote is: I had to write it down because it made me so uncomfortable. He goes, uh, "I said, friend is weirdly horny about his crush." Quote: Milk's done that body good. <laughs>
1: The fuck out of... <laughs> that's not henry that's the, that's the chunky one. yes, kid yes like that's, that's the
0: friend that that's like also getting lustful milk, over this uh, crush
1: and then that's the cut out of the scene they go, yes m- the kid looks at the camera he doesn't look at the camera but he looks at henry and he goes milk done that body good
0: milk done that body like yeah truly just one of the grosser things and that passed like re-edits of the script that passed the editing process of itself like yes. that's no such questions an- such an easy thing to cut out of the movie, like in the post production, and then yeah. If, what
1: if, it, uh if that was the aforementioned Sam Harper? What if that was like his phrase he put in all of his movies? Was
0: milk- stuff <laughs> Listen, I haven't seen *Cheaper by the Dozen* in a while, but if there's a milk's on that body, good, and <laughs> would not be surprised Steve at this point? Steve
1: Martin isn't looking at uh, a, a lady as she crosses the street. <laughs> says milk. Nope done that body
0: good that would be very funny if there she's like not drinking milk and steve martin's making that comment that just like a weird one-off horny thing to do um so then he's running outside the bullies from his baseball team are yelling at him and they go hey catch this they hit a ball he goes running after it trips on another baseball goes huge into the air and then lands on his shoulder breaks his arm goes to the doctor that's when the whole they they we get a good run of gags here this is probably one of my favorite like funny parts of the movie they just show like how much of an inconvenience it is that his cast is making his arm stand up at attention it's like um it's it's running uh perpendicular to the the horizon so it, at all moments it's like his arm sticking out of a van or like all the kids are raising their hand in class and they all put their hands down and only his hand is the one yes. up i thought that was a pretty good run of very physical
1: honestly physical like comedy. i will say compared to little big league which is the other very similar it yes. does adult baseball thing movie um <laughs> this one is directed much better i think daniel stern did a great job completely agree it's only uh, directing gig um well he, looked, did do, he did do i think he did some episodes
0: of the wonder years weirdly enough oh did he okay. he did like 10 episodes of the Years. Well, yeah it, really it, movie. it looks good he does like some handy cam shit when they're when he's in the outfield and i was like this is yeah. I like every other shot is static in these movies. You're like, uh, or or not doing any sort of artistic, uh, camera work. And that was, they did that for his confusion when he was fumbling for the baseball in the outfield. And I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. And
1: then they have the shot you mentioned already, but when, uh, his, the brim of his hat is covering his eyes. Yes. Get a POV of that. They have a good POV of like a a brim over his. Yeah. uh, And they're just
0: like, yeah, running around. Um, I agree. This movie was directed better than, um, and little big league but was they were just playing with a boring script man like the dialogue was pretty bad like the the characters were a little dry um like at least we felt i don't know there's like the the player horny for mom this wasn't the exact same thing but in minor league like i felt like i had a much better understanding of the character that was lusting over the woman that he had (laughs) lost or whatever um and this and they're just kind of like thrown in it into this movie in a way that just didn't feel like i don't know like it really couldn't feel like it was believable at all i don't know how you felt
1: yeah, no, I, I agree. I think there was a. I think what was lacking is once he makes it to the Cubs. I know we're getting there, but uh, once he makes it to the Cubs, the players were almost non existent. Like, no one really, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the they twins, all blend. Remember the the twin, the little big league? The twins, they had like a full roster of people.
0: And you and knew who they were, and they had personalities. They
1: looked similar. We're like, who's that guy? Like, there was still some of that, but there was a full team. This one was. Uh, the Scrubs janitor. Yes, the Scrubs janitor. It was, it was, wasn't he in one of? Yes, Malik.
0: yes, yes. He yeah. had just had a run of uh of baseball movies, which is so funny. Yeah, uh, he, hey, I wonder the, if he was a former baseball, like high school baseball he player like or a something. Baseball player, a little bit, and he had but, a length uh, for first base.
1: Yeah, he was the first baseman, and then uh, Gary Busey uh is the main starting pitcher inspired the Rocket. by the yeah, Rocket roger, inspired clemens, by yeah. roger clemens which is funny how he's like old and roger clemens i know i was thinking of that this timeline
0: doesn't yeah yeah roger yeah. clemens is like like early 2000s is starting yeah. to lose his heat until he took those steroids brandon mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we didn't get it. into the hall of fame conversation i guess on the pod but oh well Um barry bond should have been in the hall of fame that's stupid um is that your take too what's your take yeah yeah. okay all right all right yeah. um Omar biskell
1: <laughs> should be banned for life
0: <laughs> yeah that's true yeah omar vaskell has definitely done a bunch of objectively worse things than barry bonds has yeah. um also okay sorry uh, barry bonds like on base percentage at like the age of 43 is is like c- getting close to 500 which is just if not over 500 just his like walk percentage alone should have gotten him into the hall of fame but anyway.
1: exactly i mean honestly uh steroids doesn't don't help your vision yeah steroids
0: don't help you lay off curveballs yeah Yeah, all right we've done enough of that um okay i see funky butt loving what else are we getting to um okay so then he punched the he punches the doctor by accident finds out he can throw gas um gets cubs tickets goes to the cubs game um i was watching this with my girlfriend miranda and miranda was asking if the if you get uh the home run ball of the opposing team uh at a home game do you throw it back and i said yes this is something so hits a home run Guy drunk guy in in uh in the ballpark, throws it back, It's just like a wimpy little ball into the outfield. second home run happens. all the kids are like, "I don't want it, you have it, I don't want it, you have it and then they give it to Henry and Henry throws what I think John Candy referred to as a frozen rope to home plate um just whips it. what it it like that. Like that's like Mookie Betts isn't making that throw like I don't know anybody who's thrown it this is like a line drive straight from line I drive think they, the I think they it
1: falls was, over
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah the, I think Candy said it was 435 feet um really just an insane throw and then everybody's like we need to find this kid who's this kid
1: who's this kid and then they have a a shot of him throwing like you said absolute gas with the manager holding um a gun yes it. sorry not an actual got you know, a speed gun yeah not a, not a real gun well that'd be fun that make it more you better fucking pitch
0: for the <laughs> cubs kid or you're going down <laughs> that's how scott
1: boris gets players to switch over to um, but yeah so uh, he does that. and it's funny cuz like they have a shot of his legs and they definitely did not use the actor as the shot of the legs. I was
0: it. wondering that. I was wondering if they had found like a smaller person to be able to replicate the body of this child. I think they or... found
1: a small athletic person who's pitched before. Yes. To do that.
0: But they also, th- th- who whoever was like, we need, they, I was thinking this during this movie because Gary Busey's like has a, maybe this is just like a, uh, a progression of 30 years of like baseball mechanics, but like Gary Busey's delivery is, like robotic and like unathletic and it's just there's somebody could have spent they could have paid somebody a thousand dollars to spend a day with gary Busey and teach him how to like have a more believable wind up because that whole like his delivery was just very unbelievable to me
1: yeah i mean that's why also little big league they had real major they had kevin elster playing yeah. shortstop for the twins in, in it this one they don't really have that many Ball players, and i don't even think the people that were playing extras were probably ball there no and guys. there was like
0: a montage there's like uh vladimir guerrero's in there for a second and barry bonds in that there is for pedro, a second that's
1: pedro guerrero actually was it really i just saw the
0: back pedro. of the jersey so i yeah, missed the face so okay on cardinals i think okay okay that makes more sense um but anyways also there's one thing i want to go back to real fast is when they're uh the when he throws the frozen rope to the outfield the guy who threw the wimpy ball to the out uh previously is like trying to fight him <laughs> it was like more yeah. to the theme of adults being assholes to kids he's like what, are you trying to mess with me? Like, you trying to make me look like a an asshole or something? And they're like, we got to get out of here. This adult's trying to beat up an 11-year-old.
1: There's a very weird, dark underbelly to this movie.
0: Yes. Weirdly, because, like, what was... Oh, the uh, little big league, he's, like, jerking off to pornography in the hotel room is the weird joke <laughs> in that movie. Um, but, like, there's no real adult themes outside of the milk's done that body good, like... Uh, yeah, that's
1: line. about it. And I guess maybe um, capitalism, you know, it's really... <laughs> Yeah. it's really a, a theme in this
0: yeah um, the, we'll get to that soon but um uh okay where else are we uh gary Busey is the old pitcher they line that up the okay um yeah so then they they show him they decide he's going to sign him boyfriend decides he's going to be the manager boyfriend says the boyfriend of mom uh uh bruce atkins is that what he said his name was bruce the actor, Altman's the actor. Altman.
1: his name is jack bradfield
0: jack brad god Okay, we could do we could have done better than Jack. Um, uh, he's the asshole boyfriend. He decides that he's going to manage uh, the little, little the little Tyke's career, and then they go to a press conference. They go to the press conference, and they're like, "Is this a is this a thing to sell tickets?" they're like no well then prove it to us by throwing a baseball and they're like you're just gonna have to come out to the next game oh also a weird throwaway aspect that i forgot is that brandon you might have remembered this in the movie they talk about how he needs to if they don't sell out the remainder of the entire season if every home game isn't completely sold out the owner relinquishes like is forced to sell the team or relinquishes the rights of the team
1: just like (laughs) giving a uh, uh trying to heighten the the stakes of this the drama. Movie yeah. In just the worst possible way. And also, uh what we neglected to mention is the owner definitely has dementia.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like this like playful old man excited about toys in a cracker jacks box.
1: Yes. And then they have uh the actor Dan Hidea I think is how you say his last name. Okay. He not familiar. Been in everything. That guy didn't look familiar to you?
0: Not really, no.
1: He's been in like all the he was in unusual or uh, usual
0: suspects. He was in oh, shit.
1: he was in like a lot of, I think he was in uh He's in a lot of like mob sort of things he was in blood simple uh but yeah he's just like that guy Mulholland I,
0: Drive. can i tell a quick little anecdote about uh usual suspects yeah uh the last experience i ever had of going to like a video rental store and asking for a recommendation from this the the uh, the whatever the assistant or whatever they're called uh was a guy telling me classic fucking uh, blockbuster employee telling me to watch The Usual Suspects, and I rented it when I was, like, 16 and watched it. Um, but he was like, "If you ever seen The Usual Suspects? And, like, in hindsight, with my knowledge of movies uh, as, like, an adult, like, yeah. realizing, entry level, this movie's badass, you're 16, like, great recommendation for, like, uh, where That's I was at,
1: at my time. He did. Yeah. yeah, he did say for sure. you ever seen Schindler's List? What the hell, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Dan Hedaya I think is, is the actor. He
0: t- is he the takes general over. manager
1: so, General manager sort of takes over the team and he becomes, he kind of colludes with Bruce Altman's character.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. They start to work together. Um, Old man out. Oh, this was a really funny scene. This was maybe my actual favorite scene in the movie. That he goes for his first uh first day on the job, and he goes to the behind the stadium, and there's this these huge doors with two little Cubs logos on it, and he knocks on the door. It's very Wizard Wizard of Ozzy, yeah. And then he open an old an old joyous man opens the Cubs logo, sticks his head out, and is like, "Uh, no autographs until after the game." And he's like, "I'm I'm Henry," and they're like, "You're." Just like it yeah. goes huge,
1: it's so fun. Uh, that the horse of a different color, which is a Wizard of Oz reference, right?
0: Yeah. Is that, yes, yes. Miranda picked up on that. I'm not a big Wizard of Oz guy. Miranda picked oh, up right. on Miranda that. is a big Wizard of Oz. We're yes. Um. Yeah. She used to have the poster. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that, but we did yeah, used to talk
1: was. about it. But yeah, because I'm a big fan too. Um. But yeah, because you know they have the horses in Wizard of Oz that turn different colors.
0: No, I don't remember that. <laughs> you gotta watch it. lot of wizard of, <laughs> wizard of oz is like a movie my mom showed me as a very very young child and spooked me as a kid and i just had no interest also like the sequel do you remember what was the sequel to it that they showed they showed it to me in like elementary school on like teachers didn't want to teach days and that was like uh, a little spooky
1: they did the james franco one that was like a
0: no cool what is it it's like not the uh, news Maybe it's The Wiz.
1: Well, The Wiz is the one with, like, Michael Jackson and Diana Ross.
0: Oh, no, no, that's not it. Oh, God, that's so funny. The Wizard of Oz sequel. Um, not the terrible wizard. Journey Back to Oz? No, that's animated. I can't. Return to Oz? Maybe it's oh, Return to Oz?
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Yes, I think that's what it is. It spooked the shit out of me as a kid. So I, I was never a big wizard of kid. And he, <laughs> felt necessary to tell you that, Brandon. <laughs> um, well,
1: you, there's some good stuff in there. Check yeah, maybe I'll
0: go back in. This is where the janitor from Scrubs comes back in. Uh, it. Ha- he like walks to the door and goes, Hey, I'm Henry. I'm the new pitcher. And all the players stop talking. And then they immediately go back to talking. They're not very welcome to him. He goes up to Gary Busey. He's a big fan of Gary Busey. What's the, the player's actual name? Not Rocket. Shit, uh, Steadman. <laughs> Chet Stedman, okay. As bad as the boyfriend's name is, Chet Stedman is a phenomenal name. Um, Chet Chet
1: Stedman used to do porn, but no, yeah.
0: Chet Stedman, I'm pretty sure was in Boogie Nights. I don't know, Um, but he goes, "I don't do autographs, kid." Another weird unlocked childhood memory. This movie had so many moments of me being like, "Oh my god, I remember like this specific scene," Um, and that was one of them. That I don't do autographs. Um, uh, Director, okay, yeah. Then the pitching coach comes in, goes huge, makes does this yeah does this huge thing about the sunflower seeds he's unable to eat the sunflower seeds he starts choking on them i don't know if you remember that
1: yes of course i do i mean that's uh, yeah and and the explanation of brickma is that the manager um the manager's name is sal martinelli even though he's a black man yeah it doesn't look italian i don't know (laughs) classic
2: italian man
1: you know i i don't know maybe but uh but the explanation of him him and brickma's relationship is he beamed him with a pitch when they were in yes. the minors together, and now he's following him around.
0: He feels responsible, was the insinuation I think for the damage that he's done. <laughs> I need,
1: I need a prequel of a Lenny and George type uh, <laughs> relationship with those two. That's what I need from this.
0: Episode. I would, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. Um, and then, of course, also this was a weird thing that they didn't address um henry's a reliever he's a closer i think is, yeah. is the official designation yep. for him and he hangs out in the dugout the entire game he never once is in the bullpen he's hanging out in the dugout the entire game
1: the entire game no one and and then they have the uh he, they don't let him sit with the starting pitchers remember they had the starting yes. pitchers have a section which is I, I guess that's pretty reasonable i guess you, that you makes sense yeah that. yeah um but yeah, he's hanging on the dugout the entire game. And also what's weird is no one really bats an eye about the child in the dugout. Like if you remember in Little Big League, yes, which is more absurd because the kid's the manager. Manager,
0: yeah, very strange. He's in charge of all of them.
1: <laughs> and the, everyone's like, I'm not playing for a kid. That like it said like 40 times. And... Yes.
0: Like a realistic reaction to how it goes. But these well, guys were just like, whatever. All right, I guess you're yeah. in I guess you're in our team now. Um and then, this is where we get his first so he he comes in to record the save. Gives up a monster home run to this like comically jacked dude. Did you do this? Seems like a Brandon research thing. Did you look into this at all? Uh, Hedo, the Mets, yeah, guy? yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mets guy,
1: I looked up, I looked him up a little bit. He uh didn't really do much acting.
0: Um, I don't he really think he gave about you, like you... professional wrestler vibes, like that's like what WWE I thought. I thought vibe. that as well. Um, he's in
1: Groundhog Day.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, who is he in Groundhog Day?
1: I have no idea. Um, but he also passed away in 2003, so I don't know if Ooh. he's had... He didn't have much help. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't, I don't Gotta know. Gotta be about, a wrestler. Oh, wait, wait. Just, uh, Not wrestler, weightlifter. There's pictures. Okay. of him lifting a monster okay. amount of weight. So, yeah.
0: He was a humongous man. Like, one of the larger jack dudes I've seen in my life. I don't... I
1: like. Okay, do you... What baseball player do you think is comparable to him? I now, thought they were doing... Past?
0: I mean, it's not Mets guy, but he was giving me Mark McGuire vibes, McGuire, except Mark I McGuire guess. wasn't so mean. Just, like, was that humongous. But not yeah. a 93 he was wasn't.
1: He was also, like, I don't know. He's just that guy was like even like more of a tank. And
0: like sticking his tongue out and shit. Who yeah, were you thinking?
1: Tongue out. Um, yeah, I guess Maguire's the the best equivalent of it. I mean, Babe Ruth if he lifted weights, I don't know. <laughs> I Monster <laughs> human. I don't Yeah, I don't humongous
0: I, man. Um and he has a little he comes back, Brandon. Let's just say he comes back. He comes back. Uh, um gives it a homer right away and then ends up recording the save. Beat the Mets, Brandon. The Mets again the villains of the of the movie. Ridiculous. I don't know what's why does See, know this keep this, happening? Why are the
1: Mets the villains? Guys, i mean what, what is that it's this nine, is also
0: like yeah like seven years eight years after their like biggest years after like, 86 i mean the mets are bad then i think the cubs are bad then like why you know, would you yeah you're punching the, down uh, make the phillies the the villain come on yeah <laughs> don't make the phillies, <laughs> yeah, don't, make the phillies the villain. don't tell our boy dan you said that let's no, hope he's not um but yeah so then he records the save uh what happens uh i said and crush invites him over when did that happen? Uh, the crush
1: invites. Him, well, oh no, he invites him over to like hang out at the at the. Uh, oh,
0: at the at the cafeteria, cafeteria. table. Yeah. Also, <laughs> a, a weird thing—not a weird thing, but like one of the dynamics that I did enjoy in the movie was like the two sidekick friends, their relationship with like the crush's uh, friends, where it was like a lot of like, yes. hey, did you see the kid who kind of stuck a pencil up his nose too far, and they had to get pliers to rip it out? Like that was flirting back. That kind of was right. Grade.
1: See, I feel like it was like it was accurate I feel like it was, was fun
0: a... and there's like we'll get to it later but there's a scene where they're on their power boat. they get a they oh, built their own God. boat and, and there's like a classic put the arm around the, it's like a triple date weird yeah. scene happening very funny um but yeah so the crush invites them over they hang out at the cafeteria table um then we get back to our second game where henry is having some trouble and gary busey they're like they had convinced gary busey that he needed to take him under his wing that he was in charge of mentoring the kid now um and he says something you have to use your half to or have to um yeah. and then I don't know what bullshit he says, but they both being like, What the fuck did I say? And then he goes, What the fuck did he say? Um, but it works. He records his first uh he records a double play. The janitor from Scrubs is like, Hey, good job, buddy. Um, and then he records his first career strikeout, first major league strikeout, Brandon. Someone give him that ball. Um oh. And it was I noticed this. It was against a lefty. He struck out a lefty. And normally it's a favorable matchup for the batter, a lefty on righty, but it didn't matter for him.
1: That's old school thinking, my man. I know it's the <laughs> 90s, but things have changed.
0: Things have changed. Well, I am thinking as 93 brain. You know what I mean? I'm stuck in 1993 baseball. Lefty versus righty. That's a favorable matchup. Also, do you do you think if a kid who's like what four eleven, five one pitching to you, there's like that like delivery, that release point, does that fuck up? Is that why these pitchers are like really or these hitters are struggling to hit him? Because the release point is much lower than it would be if it was an adult man. That's drunk. a
1: great thought. I, yeah, because I feel like Heddo, cause he's nine foot eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like it would be it would hurt him to face uh Oh absolutely to face him. Absolutely. I feel like that would not he would not do well with that. Um What made me laugh was, though, how the kid throws heat, and that's it. He's almost like an (laughs) Amir.
0: Yes, yeah, he has one pitch, yeah. He has one pitch, and it's just like... But, I'm again, this is the same way that it was in... What was the other movie we watched? Was it... uh, Big League, Major League? Little Major League, I think, where it was like... Yeah, it was like, if you're throwing 103 in the early 90s, late 80s, like, no one's going to touch that. (laughs) Nobody's going to touch that. Like if someone went out throwing 108
2: today. Which is Um, funny, because
1: now it's like... I feel like you hear like that edict of of uh of well you got to learn how to pitch you can't just yeah. you know, blow hitters away you got to learn yes. how
0: to pitch you got
2: to learn the craft that's
0: like play. the anti raise sentiment going on now is like they just have a a stable full of dudes that throw one hundred but there's no accuracy or any who was right. saying that last season was that Aaron Boone I don't know. Okay, yeah, somebody said it. Um, But Brandon, before we continue with our movie review, will you do me the honors of reading us our final ad plug of the day?
1: Sir, I was waiting for the moment where it felt right. It was like leaning in for the kiss. (laughs) Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports, where we lie right here. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not com, not edu, sportsdrink.org, not gov. Not gov. Open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, that's S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, we're trying to not let the funk out
0: and brandon there's some funk waiting in the locker room for henry when he returns because the rocket finally signed him a baseball after that little connection they had on the mound the rocket obliged and gave him a nice little i
1: really i like gary Busey in this
0: so i thought there was moments where i was like oh he's a good actor there was like a couple like required non-dialogue like uh like reactions and i was like oh okay and it's also the idea of what I have in my head of Gary Busey now and like what the Gary Busey legacy has been for the last like 15 years or like ever since I've like known pop culture is that he's an absolute maniac. Like even when I watched entourage in high school, like I'm pretty sure Gary Busey makes appearances and like the joke is he's a maniac. Um, So I'm sure he's like leaning into it a little bit if that's a, a role that he's taking, but like to see him earnestly play uh, like a, a grizzled veteran baseball player was like really interesting.
1: Yeah. I, what people forget is that he's an Academy Award winner.
0: What what role did he win?
1: for at least he was nominated. I thought I thought he won though. For, he, for playing Buddy Holly.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, I promise. Here, let's see what the movie is. Um, we did our research here before. Uh,
0: <laughs> so we've googled uh, three times on the show already. Today. But another Why's fun
1: fact now? I I saw with Gary Busey was that the mustache that he wears in it, the mustache it's he fake? wears in it, fake.
0: No way. Really.
1: I mean, maybe, he—he, he, you know, maybe he's like mean. He can't grow a nice, uh, a nice stash arena. But, uh, OK, let's see. He was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role. That's Did insane. Not not in winner, I mean, but he it was
0: nominated. No, not every schmuck gets that. You No, know I mean? no,
1: for the Buddy Holly story. And I mean, this movie was in 78. So this is this is uh, early Busey, young
0: Busey. Wow. His future was so bright then. Brandon, I watched a movie from 75 this year or this week. I watched uh, dog Dog Day Afternoon. Oh,
1: I love Dog Day Afternoon! Phenomenal
0: movie, really phenomenal fun. movie. Like t- I went into it totally anticipating like a robbery movie, and it took me like ten fifteen minutes you did, before you I look realized ahead of time yeah i didn't look at i just knew i knew that it was a robbery movie with al pacino and i love that like those 70s al pacino movies yeah i need to watch serpico next that's the one on my list
1: i want to see serpico as well i've not seen it boys serpico
0: (laughs) boys serpico yeah we should zoom and watch serpico together brandon (laughs) Um, but uh anyways getting back to it so rocket gives him. we are running long rocket gives him uh, a signed ball and the kid this is another like trope in these movies is like kid invites his friends onto the baseball uh, yeah. diamond after same the scene happens a al- little big League. almost same entirely same the scene? same scene yes um and they play and then the 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 players are like remember those days when baseball was fun and a game to us and gary Busey starts flirting with his mom there's a, a funny liner she's like hi i'm henry's mom and he goes nice to meet you henry's mom classic, classic. <laughs> um, and they hit it off but there's no there's absolutely no chemistry between these two like
1: no follow through on that
0: none at all no it is nowhere it is not at all believable that these would two would be like oh there's like something here we should we should continue this
1: yeah exactly and then i mean bruce altman's still hanging around and he, for some reason now bruce altman's like hey i'm bruce altman i'm gonna speak like this now the I manager yes dialogue. Yes, the Wait, managerial
0: I... role went to his head real fast.
1: <laughs> real fast. He's got a gold uh, chain on his wrist now. <laughs> what the hell is going on? He went
0: from being a complete schmuck to being just like this. It's like, com- yeah, absolute maniac. What? Really weird thing. Really weird thing. Um, okay, what else happens? Rockets I, 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 but Pitching coach. Oh, th- so then they start. This is another trope that happens in these movies. They go on the road trip. They go out to play a bunch of road games. They have to play a bunch of way games. Um. This is a thing that I had distinct memory of a kid is, the pitching coach you keep saying braino what's his name brickma brickma <laughs> braino braino sounds like a superman villain um brickma there's this is a thing i didn't even know existed and in, in for a long time in my life until i watched this movie is like the hotel room that has two doors going to it and you could hypothetically yes. get trapped between the two hotel doors that happens to brickma uh and it, it doesn't go well <laughs> he's just that's another moment where i was like okay good shot it's like him looking up at the camera stuck between the two doors. You get like this claustrophobic sense as the, as a viewer. And I'm like, okay, not, you could have done a different way. Well, you could have just Mr. done Bean-esque things. Going yes, on. You know? absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that happens. What else? Uh, where am I? Brandon, a lot of this movie is being, where am I? Oh, he has to hit
1: he has to hit uh he faces a guy who i was trying to see if that guy was a real major league player and apparently he did play i forgot the, oh, card, no the actor's name but he did play on the cubs in 84 i think it was Clinton okay on the cubs. okay um, trying to find the actor's name but uh but yeah so he actually was a player so that's one of the one of the uh ones that were an actual player on the field. So on the Dodgers at, I don't think Dodger Stadium. I don't think that was Dodger Stadium. I don't know if you. I that. couldn't
0: get a, I couldn't get a grasp for it. And I, and I love Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium one of my favorite ballparks in the in the country.
1: Yeah, the classic, of course. Um, but, yeah, and that was the the first time that he starts mocking, starts doing the yes, which is such a '90s thing to do. I know it's Nana Nana, nana Boo Boo energy, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then he gives you're a chicken back 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 to the to the pitcher. pitcher. Says you have um, a big
0: butt. Pitcher's got a big butt. <laughs>
1: pitcher's got a big butt. Classic.
0: Classic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he like has such a small strike zone, and Gary Busey's telling him to like shrink his shrink his body, shrink his strike zone as much.
1: The the Dodger games were filmed at Comiskey Park.
0: Wow, genius! Which is you're Detroit, right? Yeah, you're a de- genius. <laughs> That's why you're on the pod, baby. <laughs> that level. That level of observation. Oh, no, I'm, not,
1: I'm wrong. That's not a uh, Comiskey. Was the White Sox?
0: Overall. Oh, okay. That makes sense though, because they were filming in Chicago. So yeah, makes whatever. Yeah. Um, also the th- this is another good like editing choice. Is it's uh plays for funny, is like the mom starting a sentence, Gary Busey finishing the sentence, and then the, the kid saying another sentence, I'd be like, yeah, Oh sorry. my god, oh my god, oh my god, are you mother, and then Gary Busey would finish the sentence and avoid the expletive. Um, that was kind of fun. But then yeah, he gets the pitcher to overthrow him at first, he runs to second, and then he gets into a foot race when a double is hit and he has to try to make it home they both slide into the same time you know just classic baseball stuff
1: classic baseball stuff and i think at this point uh bruce altman and the general manager are they're very money hungry at this point yes um uh, henry's out he's doing pepsi commercials (laughs) that was so funny
2: and
0: the director tells him to be more sexy (laughs) be more
1: sexy um Very funny. Very cute. Um, Bruce Altman is unhinged at this point. He's going full (laughs) New York. He's like, what are you doing? You're late to your photo shoot.
0: <laughs> yelling at him uh then this they also like take a limo home and the kid is trying to set gary busey up with his mom so he's turning on horny music in the in the limo giving yes. him like club sodas and stuff. <laughs> it's very funny and
1: gary busey's like i was in buddy holly We're like,
0: gary. <laughs> gary yeah read your lines gary read your lines um then they go to a nightclub and brandon the, the weirdest part about this is they go to a nightclub Th- this is also a funny gag is like uh, Brickma takes the kid and he goes, Excuse me, ladies, as though he's trying to flirt with them. And then he's like, No, excuse me, yes. ladies. And they separate, there's a pinball machine, they play. And pinball, he preps it
1: like, by saying, It's like one of the many
0: perks of the road.
1: Uh, it looks <laughs> like they're about to pick up women and it's gonna get a little freaky, but it was a pinball machine. But it was a pinball
0: machine, but the the whole I don't know. Yeah, I guess play- this is bad direction. Just bad. Just like uh you would know more about this stuff than me. But like production design, that club felt so de- there was no vibe of that club being like a. this is a place that yeah. baseball players would go party. It felt like a prom. It felt like a bad prom. It was like the energy in that scene was so weird.
1: It did. And uh they definitely probably had like 14 people there. And they had like, filled the yeah, didn't even think what about happened, cheated it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part, though, was once again, I'm going to bring up again. He's he's the star of the movie, Bruce Altman, when he's sitting at the bar <laughs> and he's staring.
0: Oh, yeah. You see, the mom of, starts dancing.
1: Jared, and mom uh, dancing together. He's heated. Yeah. And in that moment. Right. He agrees with Dan Hidea, the, the GM to uh, to sell Henry to the Yankees. for. That's 25 when he's like
0: a five million, because he was like, and you know what that means for you as the manager, two point five million dollars. <laughs> You 10%. um you get 10 percent. he's like oh that's right i couldn't do that basic math without you buddy thank you for that um yeah so he agrees to sign and then brandon uh henry does the diet pepsi commercial um, this is also a great, uh, a great trope in these movies is the friends get neglected. Brandon, the friends, you know, when you become the a friend, superstar,
1: they're building the boat together. But Henry, <laughs> he's doing Pepsi commercials, getting yelled at by Bruce Altman. He doesn't it's have not time not for it. this.
0: He doesn't have time for this. So he's gets. They start building the boat. They start shit talking Henry. He's neglecting them. They're getting pissed. Henry's, uh, why was Henry angry? Henry is the oh, does he does he fight with the friends in that scene? Is that what happens? He
1: gets into a fight with the friends. Yeah. Yes,
0: because then Gary Busey, uh, Henry's playing game boy one of those old like early 90s game boys which was so fun to see it was like bricks um and he's like that thing will make you stupid and i'm like oh my god we've been saying this for 80 years now that any sort of technology is going to make a child stupid have you had that thought when i see like kids with ipads i'm like back in my day
1: (laughs) a little bit yeah because you see the kid Whatever, if they're out at dinner with their with their parents or something, but really, it's okay because the parents just need a break from the kid fucking talking at them.
0: I completely agree. Yeah, I think that if I were to have a child, an iPad would become my best friend very quickly. Um, (laughs) he plays a Game Boy. Um, and uh, yeah, he says that's going to make you stupid. Um, that's when they called Busey in. They said, oh, because uh, the manager was or the boyfriend was like, you need to get rid of Busey. You need to get rid of Rocket if you wanna if you wanna sign it or sell him for twenty five million because he's getting jealous.
1: About the dancing, the dancing, and they're
0: close dancing. Listen, if, if Miranda is doing slow dancing cheek to cheek with somebody, we'd have a bone to pick, buddy. But if it's Gary Busey, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Gary Busey today dancing with Miranda is a hysterical thought. <laughs> um, I, was like, I was Chet Steadman and Buddy Holly. Miranda's like, you were in Rookie of the Year. Uh, <laughs> uh uh Yeah, so then that's when he gets brought into the office. They say they're going to sit in for the rest of the season and then release him at the end of his contract um gary Busey drives him home boyfriend says some awful stuff to the uh to henry in front uh to without his knowing he said, that, not, he yeah, henry
1: that, that his mom his dad who's been an ambiguous figure and all he knows that the mom says that his dad was a great baseball player mm-hmm. he says your dad was just some guy and he skipped town basically implying yes. that his mom got knocked up and she doesn't really know who the dad is or the dad was not an integral part um I
0: think he even like movie. insinuates that she was getting around. Like she might not even know who your father yeah, is. Yeah, a little bit, which was a, which was a, a
1: dark another dark undertone yeah. to
0: is- Yeah. It's weird the stuff that they can get away with in these like older scripts when it's like in hindsight, it's it doesn't age well, but yeah. Um and then the mom, uh oh, mom hears it. Mom punches him in the face, kicks him out. Then in a cell this was a really weird thing that I forgot to write down, but I'm remembering now that um uh there's like a scene where they're like, yeah, that was badass, mom. And mom's like, yeah, I should have killed him. <laughs> she said yeah. she says something like, yeah, I could have killed him. Should I have killed him? Something along those lines. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. Let's like an anniversary. <laughs> I here. wish Henry was like, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, mom. All right, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, so boyfriend's out. He got caught saying awful stuff. Henry says he knows his dad left the entire time. And she was like, I was worried you weren't going to have a role model. And I said the line to Miranda before he said, he's like, but I already do. Implying that his mom is his role model. Very sweet very sweet very sweet um then he henry goes patches up the the boat with his buddies they're back on they're back on good terms then they take a motorboat uh to a beach and uh hey ladies come on in come on ladies
1: Too <laughs> many, many people in this boat they've got yeah. like six six people in and a, it's in the, a yeah, it,
0: small canoe little fishing boat thing yeah very strange that's when they're like speeding on a powerboat in some body of water um arm in arm with each other laughing it up it's very very funny that, uh, that's incredible. i forgot
1: the song but it was very it felt very hollow notes yes right that's a
0: great com- yeah, great comparison i don't know who that was too but it's like that electric piano is like blaring yeah. and they bring in the full band is a lot of fun um yeah so that that's going great um Picks up the chicks. Henry tells the owner that he's not coming back. He's got other stuff to do. Brandon. Um, Then now, was this the NLCS or was this like a game to get into the? They were, the... It
1: was very. It was, what it was. The big. You're talking about the big game.
0: Yeah. So it's it comes the, down to the big game, as all these so movies this do. Is
1: it. The division. This is for the NL East.
0: Ground. Okay.
1: But for some reason, John Candy. Yeah. it, and He's like the World Series, and yeah. it's like, well, you guys got a, uh, like two more steps. So yeah, you know, we got a lot know. to
0: do here before we start doing the World Series. I I feel
1: like, and I know at the end, not to spoil it, but I know there is an implied Cubs World Series victory, but yes. I feel like for this, as well as the Indians one, I feel like there was almost a, a tinge of superstition in there that they're not going to mention them winning the World
2: Series.
0: Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. I feel
1: it like was... they feel weird with these franchises, like the... Indians and Cubs at the time oh had, yeah the curse franchises in many years, you know what I'm saying
0: yeah yeah like the uh, Red Sox kind of thing like if they had yeah. done that with the Red Sox they would they wouldn't have wanted to put more juice because you know the rookie of the year curse Brandon it's real it's real <laughs> it's Brickma real started that man the brick <laughs> Um, so then yeah so they play in the NLCS or I guess the division game whatever you're saying I got confused with the World I Series talk as well
1: and whoever wins the game wins the NL East division. That makes sense. at the time, the second place team would not have made it in the playoffs because it was just division uh, championship series, world series.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, uh, They let Rocket start. Rocket blows his arm out uh, and says, put a fork in me, coach. And he goes, we need you for the playoff run. And he goes, no, that was my last game. I blew my arm out. Sad. Henry comes in, strikes out like eight sides in that montage. (laughs) He was monster. just doing numbers. Yeah, just striking everybody also, out. Is, uh
1: our big monster man Hedo makes yes. no appearance in the montage of strikeouts. Maybe bat against him before. Maybe they he just coming off the bench. Maybe he has an injury. Maybe it's like yeah. Kurt Gibson.
0: Or maybe he's pinch hitting for somebody, who knows? Because they know he's uh he's got great stats against Henry. <laughs> he's great stats. One for one with a homer. Um <laughs> But he, uh, so yeah, so then they do the montage. Now, this is where it gets bad. Oh, yeah. Wait, I forgot about this. Broken bat play at home. Rocket runs. That's when he's like his last ditch effort. is his old yeller moment where he runs home to tag the guy to save the run to keep the game up. Um, that was very funny. Um, so Henry's striking everybody out. And oh, no. Henry's walking back to the mound. Blub 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 Falls again. Lands back on his shoulder and can't throw fast anymore, Brandon
1: classic reverses that tendon the classic reversal of your tendons
0: yes the classic reversal of tendon. yeah uh a, a, the, a miracle of medicine happens for the second time to this boy um it's pretty incredible and then he has to find a way to get out of the ninth the bottom of the ninth without being able to throw 101 anymore he's throwing like you know i don't 45 miles an hour how, how fast does an 11 year old throw i got no idea
1: uh yeah i would say probably a 40 i remember when i was probably a little older than my kid i could probably hit like 60s yes so. 60
0: is like where i was like oh this is too fast for me i can longer play baseball this is it <laughs> i'm going too fast <laughs> I'm, I'm going too fast i can't i am imagine what's happening to everybody else so he does the hidden ball trick with the janitor where he's like have a meeting with me here's the ball i'm going to be playing with the ross and bag now look uh oh you're leading off tag you're out then another one of the nanny nanny boo-boos you can't catch me scenes where he uh, intentionally walks another guy he's leading off and he's like i bet i can throw the ball in the air and you can't get to second before i catch it and the guy just plays along
1: i honestly it has to be well first off we're uh mr uh sal martinella worst manager baseball manager (laughs) in the of all time
0: of all time there's no there's no batter minimum anymore
1: (laughs) no just goes what's he doing and sits in the dugout
0: yeah, Gary Busey and him are like like holding each other back for out, throughout the entire mm-hmm. time. They're both like, I'm going to kill him. No, I'm going to kill him because he's not throwing heat anymore, Brandon. Um, yeah, so they he goads the guy on first to run to second, tags him up, catches him up. And then it's to the final guy. And lo and behold, it's the monster it's man. himself. It's Hedo. Um, throws what they call a change up, <laughs> which is kind of wild. I guess he throws 103 uh, with a side of 50 mile an hour <laughs> change up petto yep. uh swings out of his shoes um how do they get the second strike do you remember uh
1: the second strike Chain- i don't know it's the
0: change up Did he
1: fa- oh he fouled it off it was almost a home run yes
0: yes he pulls it left yes, yes he pulls it yes. left um and then for the, he he needs one more strike to get him out and get him the, to move on he looks at his glove and there's a little tape on it he pulls the tape it says mary It turns out it was his mom's old glove and she looks at him and tells him to throw a floater, not a real That's pitch. Right?
1: They can they can some they can somehow communicate. He can look into the Wrigley Field stands <laughs> and they can have full conversation. Um, and and uh, alluded alluding back to her awful sunscreen toss at the beginning, which is yes. a floater.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's another moment where they're at the airport and she he she like throws something yes. and Brickma says, "Oh, she's got a great arm" or something. Oh, um, uh, yes. Yeah, they uh. So she, he throws a floater, which is essentially just like. uh uh, the slowest moving ball anyways this guy can't hit it
1: like what's it called an efer or isn't there like a pitch like that i don't know is there you play mlb the show we talked about there's no efers i'll tell you that there's an
0: efer i don't think there's an efer cyphers okay i'll look it up up. you're like that (laughs) cypher brandon you're thinking of hip-hop buddy you're not thinking of baseball um he uh yeah he throws the floater uh he does swings out of his shoes that's it they're moving on um and yeah that's pretty much it right Busey becomes the head coach of his little league team at the very end.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he's still on the pirates for some God forsake. Still reason. on the
0: pirates. And then he fist bumps in a moment that's of success because he robs a home run. And there it is. The Cubs, the Cubs World, World Series World championship Series, ring. Really. Yeah. Um, and that's rookie of the year, Brandon.
1: That's rookie of the year. Um, how, how many stars do you give it? What, what's your letterbox? On my
0: letterbox review was initially two, but after more thought, it was one and a half, Brandon. Now we've... I went
1: the opposite. I was being nice, and I think I gave it a two and a half.
0: Yeah. I was yeah. like, do I be nice? My, ba- my main criteria for these movies has been, does it achieve what it wants to? And this movie desperately wants to be like funny for kids, not bad for adults, and an enjoyable sports movie. And it just kind of doesn't do that for me. Like, it's it, the funny parts are here and there but the they a the lot more misses than contact you know what i'm saying with these. hey jokes.
1: that's a great review
2: thank Look you this guy. thank oh you the real robert roger ebert, ebert. yeah oh. <laughs> actually I, I have
1: to read i know we're we're tight on time but i no, have to fine. read the actual robert ebert review of it because i say roger killed. ebert i meant robert ebert what yeah. did i say i roger ebert okay I all right know. um we're empaths yeah we're <laughs> Uh, Roger Ebert awarded the film three out of four stars, writing in his review, I was absolutely lousy in Little League. I was a sub for one season, screwing up every play I was involved in. I stopped out there in the middle of right field, squinting into the sun, hoping desperately that the ball would not come my way. If it did, I didn't use my glove to catch it. I used the glove for protection. I was, in fact, a lot like Henry Henry Rowengarder, the 12-year-old hero of Rookie in the Year. It seemed like the other kids had always known how to play baseball or that I would never know. When I was a kid, I think I might have liked Rookie of the Year a lot. I'm no longer a kid, and this movie is not likely to make my list of the year's best, but I can remember those miserable Little League games, and so in a modest way, I'm grateful for this film. So It is pure wish fulfillment 40 years after I needed it.
0: Yeah, so it's just nostalgia tainted. <laughs> Um, it's uh, not about Bieber. you, Roger. Yeah. Rest this, yeah. Rest in peace. Um, no, this is uh, him and Hito are, are yucking it up in heaven right now, buddy. Um,
1: he, got, he, he got Hito's autograph. This is the first thing he did. <laughs> he didn't know he wasn't a real
0: baseball player. He was like, God, I can't talk right now. Where's Hito? um <laughs> Yeah, that is astonishing. A famously, like, uh, very critical man when it comes to movies giving this movie a three out of four I stars. Know.
1: So. I know. I need, I need uh, one of those, you know, how, like, Hard Rock Cafe, which is another restaurant, like, the like, aforementioned ones. Yeah, have. yeah. I need one of those murals <laughs> of John Candy, Hedo, and Roger Ebert <laughs> Arm in arm. Arm in arm.
0: It's like Ruth Conda for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <Stanley> and... <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I also uh, went into this expecting to love it. Cause I loved it so much as a kid and it really disappointed on that front, but Miranda really enjoyed it for what it's worth. Um, I think I was just too, you know, caught up in this the opposite kind of nostalgias, Ebert.
1: But honestly, I think the one that doesn't get enough claim is Little Big League. It's better. Yes,
0: it is better. It just is better. It is better. better. The it's, kid is not as good. That was the other thing. Is this kid, kid was good?
1: Have, the kid had no personality at all. No sorry charisma. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry to that man. But, um, yeah. So, okay. So here are the stats on the box office and the oh yeah, for both those movies. So Little Big League. Had a twenty million dollar budget. Of course, they had every fucking major leaguer that yeah. was big in it, um, and box office was only twelve million.
0: Ugh, so not a success.
1: But rookie of the year, which as we know, most people know, budget was somewhere between ten and fourteen million. But the box office was fifty six point five. Wow! Million.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the Cubs. I mean, Twins don't seem like a team that would be.
0: Yeah, know, I guess that could be that it.
1: For, for a a movie like this so maybe it was the cubs appearance that's really it is more charming um i mean the the cast is better on on little League too i mean they have bigger actors in it Um, i also
0: wonder if the but this is a we've already made a comment on this but i love to pay attention to like the extras in the stands there were not a lot of like full stadium shots of everybody
1: yeah so apparently uh when they're chanting henry i was reading it was a double header between the cubs and cardinals and in between the double headers when they, uh, the production crew or the director went over the, the cup speaker system and said, "Okay, you have to chant, Henry, uh, Henry." But apparently, there's so many Cardinals fans there. And they started chanting Ozzy for Ozzy Smith. And they were like, no, no, no. No, Henry, please. Henry. Please do it.
0: That's so funny. One of my favorite parts about these old movies, old baseball movies, though, is like the cutaways to like just on uh, fans that didn't realize they're going to be in a movie but are dressed in like what they would wear to a baseball game in 92 yes. or whatever. Just like old jerseys, old T-shirts, like the big hats. Like it was just a lot of fun.
1: Very 90s. Also, uh, what our friends would wear nowadays.
0: Also, what I would wear now. I got yeah, <laughs> we just never know. Uh, but yeah, that does it for rookie of the year, and I think that does it for us today, hey, Brandon. As always, follow the podcast on Twitter, NL Feast, and shoot us an email. I checked Brandon. We do not have any emails this week. NL Feast Pod at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, NL Feast Sam. Check out my band, ugly twin. Brandon, your plugs, please.
1: Follow me at Brando Grosso on Twitter and also uh follow Bruce Altman. I'm sure he's out there somewhere.
0: <laughs> Check Bruce Altman out and give Gary Busey our best. Brandon, anything else before we get out of here today?
2: Bye bye. Bye bye. bye, bye.